European Heart Journal Issue at a Glance, Volume 36, Issue 42, Focus Issue on Pericardial Diseases, by Editor-in-Chief Professor Thomas Luscher. Pericardial and Myocardial Disease Diseases of the pericardium are particularly common in patients with infectious, inflammatory, or rheumatic diseases, as well as in those with certain forms of cancer a condition that is often not easy to diagnose as it may mimic an acute coronary syndrome, nor is it easy to treat. In contrast, post-infarction pericarditis has become quite rare with modern urgent primary percutaneous coronary procedures. Frequently, pericardial inflammation or infection also involves the myocardium causing myocarditis, a common precursor of certain forms of non-ischemic cardiomyopathies. Indeed, myocarditis may impair left ventricular function due to marked inflammation with secretion of cytokines, sometimes with a fulminant clinical course. Although myocardial biopsies may help in the diagnosis, effective treatment strategies are still missing. In addition, dilated cardiomyopathies may develop due to genetic and unknown factors. Mutations in mitochondrial genes may cause a variety of clinical symptoms in the brain, eye, as well as peripheral and cardiac muscle. In the clinical research paper, Long-Term Cardiac Prognosis and Risk Stratification in 260 Adults Presenting with Mitochondrial Diseases by Karim Wabi from the Cochin Hospital in Paris, France, the authors characterized the long-term cardiac prognosis of adults with mitochondrial disease. They retrospectively included 260 consecutive patients with genetically proven mitochondrial diseases, including mtDNA single large-scale deletions, M3243AG mutation in mtTL1, other mtDNA point mutations, and 36 with nuclear genes mutations. Cardiac involvement was present at baseline in around one-third of patients over a follow-up of seven years. 10% of patients experienced an adverse cardiac event defined as sudden death, death due to heart failure, resuscitated cardiac arrest, third-degree atrioventricular block, sinus node dysfunction, cardiac transplantation, or hospitalization for heart failure. Patients with single large-scale mtDNA deletions, or M3243AG mutations, had the highest incidence of adverse cardiac events. Independent predictors of adverse cardiac event were intraventricular conduction block with a hazard ratio of 16.9, diabetes with a hazard ratio of 7.0, premature ventricular complexes with a hazard ratio of 3.6, and left ventricular hypertrophy with one of 2.5. In patients with 0, 1, and more than or equal to 2 risk factors, the incidence of adverse cardiac events was 2, 15, and 42% respectively. Thus, patients with mitochondrial diseases are at high risk of adverse cardiac events. Independent predictors are an intraventricular conduction block, diabetes, ventricular prematurity, and left ventricular hypertrophy. The manuscript is accompanied by an excellent editorial by Sabina Pankovite from the Philips University Marburg in Germany. Cardiomyopathies are an important cause of heart failure, with diverse causes, particularly in young patients. 
Preclinical and few clinical studies suggest that transplantation of autologous bone marrow mononuclear cells may improve pump function in dilated cardiomyopathies, although clinical studies were disappointing so far. In the second clinical research paper, Multicenter Randomized Double-Blind Trial of Intracoronary Autologous Mononuclear Bone Marrow Cell Injection in Non-Ischemic Dilated Cardiomyopathy, the dilated cardiomyopathy arm of the MyHeart study. Antonio Carlos Campos de Carvalho and colleagues from the National Institute of Cardiology in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, report the results of a multicenter randomized double-blind placebo-controlled trial on the effects of intracoronary injection of autologous bone marrow mononuclear cells on pump function in 160 patients with a left ventricular ejection fraction of less than 35%. 115 patients completed the study. Left ventricular ejection fraction decreased from 24% to 20% in the bone marrow mononuclear cell and from 24% to 22% in the placebo group. There were no significant differences in changes between cell and placebo groups for the left ventricular systolic and diastolic volumes and ejection fraction. Mortality rate was 20% with placebo and 21% with bone marrow mononuclear cells. The authors conclude that intracoronary injection of autologous bone marrow mononuclear cells does not improve left ventricular function in patients with non-ischemic dilated cardiomyopathy. The manuscript is accompanied by an informative editorial authored by Roberto Boli from the University of Louisville in Kentucky, USA. Viral myocarditis is an important cause of heart failure and sudden cardiac death in young healthy adults. Furthermore, it also is a precursor of dilated cardiomyopathy. In a basic science article, the microRNA 221-222 cluster balances the antiviral and inflammatory response in viral myocarditis. Fard Hegemont and colleagues from the University of Leuven in Belgium explored the role of the MIR221-222 family that is upregulated in viral myocarditis. Interestingly, MIR221 and MIR222 levels were elevated during acute viral myocarditis caused by Coxsackie virus B3. Both MIRs were expressed by different cardiac cells and by infiltrating inflammatory cells, but their upregulation in myocarditis was mostly found in cardiomyocytes. Systemic inhibition of MIR221-222 in mice increased cardiac viral load, prolonged the viremic state, and strongly aggravated cardiac injury and inflammation. Similarly, in vitro, overexpression of MIR221 and MIR222 inhibited enteroviral replication, whereas knockdown of this MIR cluster augmented viral replication. The authors identified and confirmed a number of MIR221-222 targets that co-orchestrate the increased viral replication and inflammation, including ETS1-2, IRF2, BCL2L11, TOX, BMF, and CXCL12. In contrast, in vitro inhibition of IRF2, TOX, or CXCL12 in cardiomyocytes significantly dampened inflammatory responses to Coxsackie virus B3 infection, confirming the functionality of these targets in viral myocarditis and highlighting the importance of MIR221-222 as regulators of the cardiac response to this condition.
Thus, the MIR221-222 cluster orchestrates the antiviral and inflammatory immune responses to viral infection of the heart. Its inhibition increases viral load, inflammation, and overall cardiac injury upon viral myocarditis. This issue ends with the new ESC Clinical Practice Guidelines on Pericardial Diseases by members of the ESC Guidelines Committee. A summary of the main messages of these novel guidelines, the Ten Commandments, is provided in the CardioPulse section of this issue. The editors hope that this issue of the European Heart Journal will find the interest of its readers.